Welcome to the Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant, where we discuss energy in relation to the universal laws, human design, ancient mythology, and whatever else is going on in my life energetically. I'm your host, Christy Sturdivant, and you can find full show notes at www.christysturdivant.com. Thanks for joining me, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you're a new listener, thanks so much for checking me out. I really appreciate that. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so, so much for returning and coming back. I I can't tell you how happy that makes me to hear that there are people out there who are willing to listen to me ramble for multiple episodes. That feels really nice. Thank you. Today, I want to kind of briefly touch on the subject of anxiety and kind of how I am getting back to basics to dealing with my anxiety because I've been triggered by a couple things over the past couple days. So I wanted, I wanted to talk about it because it won't leave my mind and that's usually a good indication that I'm supposed to chat about it on here. I am someone who is a, I don't want to say a recovering anxious person. I think if you have ever dealt with anxiety in any sort of capacity, you know that it is kind of just this little dragon. No, I don't want to say dragon. Dragons get a bad rap. It's this little chimera or hydra that lays dormant, just waiting for you to slip up a little bit and then kind of come out and fight you and battle you to regain your energetic foothold on what you have accomplished. That sounds really dramatic, but that's kind of how it feels like. I am someone who has been I've been dealing with anxiety for several decades now. It started probably in my early teens and I think I can honestly say that by my well, I want to say by my mid 30s, but that's right when I had kids. So probably probably late latish 30s where I kind of got a grapple on it and understood it more. So really, I've only been out of the the anxiety layer for about five years, which has been a really good five years. I will say that once you do get on the other side and learn to master your mindset, or at least come to terms with your mindset and really put in the work of rewiring your subconscious, you really can make huge strides with anxiety. And I don't want to get into that right now because um, I don't want to talk about my anxiety. It's boring. I, I find it very boring to deal with. And it's something in my past that it's not a vibration that I really care to revisit unless somebody really needs to hear it. But I don't think you do. So we're just going to move on. So I will say that because I have some anxiety, there is a couple of reasons that I have, from what I can tell, I have 
procured it. So I've been conditioned to be a people pleaser. It's very, it's very typical of generators. Um, it's not an excuse, but it is what it is. Like a lot of generators are conditioned to be people pleasers and to try to get other people to either like them or do things to make other people happy. And that causes anxiety to a degree. I want, I've always wanted people to like me for whatever reason. And as I look at it, that seems absolutely ridiculous because we shouldn't worry about what other people really think of us because I'd say about 95% of the time, nobody is focusing on anyone outside of themselves. We are all the main character of our own stories. So to think that comment I made offhand to that stranger, you know, when I was annoyed, you know, they're probably not thinking about it. I guess they might be if they were taking it personally and everything. That is not something to waste our energy on. And I think a lot of generators in particular probably do that. So I I have dealt with that for a long time. I actually grew up in a, someone in my family had one of their, they had a gate in their human design that kind of, it was kind of an anxious gate, like it was a gate of worry. That's not the technical term, but it is one where it's just very common for them to worry all the time. And even though that was not my gate, I reflected that worry a lot. I was in that constant state of worry, you know, throughout my early childhood and teenage years. And then I, I don't know, I think, I think like a lot of people, I grew up in this state of, I guess, victimhood, for lack of a better term, where I would take everything very, very personally. So if someone said something to me and it hurt my feelings, I would take it very, very personally and I would internalize it and I would kind of go down that woe is me path. Oh, I'm so terrible, but no, really, I'm a good person. But oh, no, I must be a terrible person because they don't like me and everything. But again, I, I learned over years to not take things so personally because, like I said before, everybody is living their own story. And what anyone says to me is not a reflection of me, who I am as a person. It's a reflection of themselves and who they are dealing with in that moment as a person. All of these things have helped me get to the point where I am now, where my anxiety is still this little sleeping hydra in the corner of this little dark layer in like the very back recesses of my mind, but it doesn't really come out and play anymore because I just don't, I don't need it to survive like I used to. I kind of feel like my anxiety was a big part of my identity growing up. And now I don't want that. I don't acknowledge that as part of my identity anymore. I don't even acknowledge the fact that I'm like a recovering anxious person, or if there's an actual technical term for that. I don't even identify as that anymore because I don't want that to be any part of who I am at all. I want to talk about identity in another episode because I think it's really important how you look at yourself and how you identify yourself so that you can grow, but that's not right now. Right now we're talking about anxiety. So as a recovering um, anxious person, I guess, as someone who doesn't really acknowledge that anxiety anymore, I have come up with a lot of tricks 
over the years that kind of have helped me kind of keep it under wraps. But this week I have been triggered by a couple of things that helped me realize that I really need Sometimes we all do. We all need to get back to our basics. We all need to get back to our basic energetic mindsets because our subconscious brain controls so much of our reality. So if we let it run amok, that's no good. We don't want to do that because then that changes our vibration that we send out to the universe. And then we just attract more things to worry about. Who wants that? Who wants more things to be anxious about? Not me. I am going to tell you what what triggered me this week. So this uh, today, as I'm recording this, this is July 24th. On July 22nd, 2023, Venus went into retrograde. And this is not something that I have really been paying attention to for the last year or so. I was really very closely following an astrologer for a couple of years, and I was very aware of what the planets were doing, what the moon was doing, what the cosmic energies were doing, or whatnot. And there was always a tiny part of me that was concerned that I was missing out on something that I should be tapping into, some energy that I should be flowing with to get me to that next level, to get me to my best life, to help me manifest that next thing that I was trying to manifest. And I didn't really realize it at the time, but as I can look back on it now, I can realize that that was this underlying piece of, it was kind of a vibration that was really bringing me down that I didn't even realize because I was, I was a Afraid that I was not doing everything that I was supposed to do in order to, you know, get to that next level, which sounds ridiculous. But I mean, that's kind of how that's kind of how anxiety works, right? It preys on your deep and dark fears and makes you feel like you're spinning your wheels a little bit. When I noticed that Venus was going into retrograde, there was a big part of me that really considered going on this little internet scavenger hunt, discovering what Venus does when it goes into retrograde. Like I kind of know the general things, you know, like, I don't know, you're not supposed to get married or you're not supposed to make any big commitments in your love life. I don't know, I think that's like with most things that go retrograde, but you know, it's more based on maybe passion and love because, you know, Venus is the planet of love and passion. When Venus went into retrograde, I kind of felt that urge come up like, oh, are you, are you missing something? Are, is there something that you should be doing? Are you, you know, like, I don't know, should you be focusing more on your marriage or should you be focusing more on your kids or should you maybe start that big creative endeavor that you've kind of been rolling around in the back of your mind it kind of started really messing with me and I had to stop myself pull all of my energy back in because as my thoughts were going crazy haywire 
and, you know, going off onto all these little paths. And every time I opened up a website or on an Instagram post and started reading about Venus retrograde, I could feel a little bit of my energy kind of seeping from me and running amok outside of myself. And so I had to really stop myself and say, you know what, Christy, you are in the exact right place where you were supposed to be right now. That took a bit to come to terms with because because there is a lot of energy in the world and universally that you can flow with at any given time. And, you know, flowing with a planet that is doing something major in the sky is a really easy way to flow with that particular energy. Here's the thing. There is no reason to flow with an energy if you're feeling really good about who you are and where you are at any given moment. (laughs) Because there's always going to be a planet that's going retrograde. There's always going to be a planet that's direct. There's always going to be the moon in some phase that you can, you know, flow with to manifest or release or contemplate or whatever. But it's not something that you absolutely have to do. Sometimes the best thing to do is to look at yourself in the moment and say, I'm good. I'm really happy. I'm really satisfied. I'm really content with where I am right now. I'm working on this thing that doesn't have anything to do with that planet going retrograde. So I do not allow that into my field. And it's really as easy as that. I, you know, as someone who really followed that for a while and really did research on, you know, oracle cards and crystals and whatever else there is out there, animals, all the, all the different kinds of energy, because everything has energy. But as someone who has really researched a lot of that over the last couple of years, this was almost like a big relief for me energetically to just say, you know what? Super cool, Venus. You're going into retrograde. I'm good right now. I don't think I need your help with anything. I'm just going to stay in my nice little, my nice little cylinder of, I always look at my energy as like this big cylinder that's like radiating up to the universe, telling it where I am. That was my first trigger this week. And that's one of my first things that I will say to you if you are you know, feeling this urge to look up whatever, whatever's happening in the world cosmically, or if you're feeling good in your energy, just bask in your energy. Your energy is really good. Everybody's energy is really good when they are feeling good. If you're feeling good, your energy is good. If you're in alignment, then it's really good. If you focus on your energy, that's really all you ever need to do. That's all we can ever really do. And even though it's great to be able to flow with these other energies that are around us, we don't have to if we don't want to. So that was my first thing that I want to call it, I have to call it a hurdle that I had to overcome this week because there was a part of me that was really considering going to a couple of different sites and researching Venus retrograde and then checking my natal chart and seeing what was going on. And then I just had to stop and say, no, no, not right now, which comes to my second, my second trigger point. 
So I am, I think I mentioned before, I'm a triple split in my human design. And because I am a triple split, that means that I am prone to the, I, I guess we'll call it a condition of the fear of missing out. I have terrible FOMO sometimes. I have to really look around me, not look around me, I have to look within me and really pull myself back in when I want to go into research or learning mode. So the second thing that was triggering me was actually today, as I, at this morning, right before I'm recording this podcast, two of my favorite content creators that I have taken multiple classes from, one of them dropped a free workshop about like manifestation mindset. And the other one did one about human design. And I was just, oh, I was like, wow, look at that. That's more information for me to have. Oh, and I started to go down that path again. I was able to offset or kind of ignore the manifestation mindset one because not because it was free. It's actually really good uh, free workshop. I think I've, I, I might have actually done it before <laughs> a couple of years ago, but I was like, okay, you know what? I feel like my manifestation game, it, it's in the right place. That is no big deal. The human design one, I am fascinated by so many things, human design. And this looked really, really intriguing. And I am still on the fence about it. I'm going to be honest, but there's a very big part of me that's probably going to win out that is telling me, no don't take this course because then you would be reverting backwards from your two line. So I mentioned before, I'm a 6-2 generator. And when I am in alignment with my subconscious two line, that means that I am really sitting comfortably in my inner knowing. I I know what is the right path for me. I know what is the right path to go on. I inherently not necessarily know the answer, but I know how to find the answer. I know how which direction to go any given thing. When I am out of alignment with that two line, I revert back to my to the one line. And the one line in human design is it's like uh, research, investigation, gathering knowledge. I was riding sweet in that one line for probably about two or three years where I was just constantly filling my brain with information to the point where I energetically burnt myself out along with a bunch of other things. But when you are constantly feeding your brain all that kind of information and you are not designed to feed your brain or or that kind of information, then you can't really integrate anything and it kind of um, it kind of crosses your wires a little bit and doesn't really do a lot of great things to your body. Right now, I am holding off on signing up for either one of these courses. I guess I might still on the human design, but it this is it's very triggering to me because it's something that it's almost like the universe is presenting it to me like, hey, you're doing so great. And I have been, I have been feeling this past week, like I am feeling amazing. Like my vibration is really high. 
there's nothing really that I am intentionally trying to manifest. I'm really just sitting in that stillness and really trying to be present in the moment. And it feels really good. But the universe is like, okay, well, here is this opportunity for you to do. And in the past, I would have jumped on the opportunity because I always want to learn new things. But I really feel like in this instance, I'm able to step back. And as the universe is presenting me with these opportunities, a real chance for me to continue on this path, which is really good, or to like maybe level up a bit and say, you know what, I'm good. I know how I'm supposed to live by my design. I know that I'm on the right path. I'm very comfortable with my current manifestation process. I don't really need to work on my manifestation, money mindset, abundance mindset type situations. If I need to do any kind of mindset work, then I need to make sure that I solidify what I already have in place and maybe start working on letting other energies that are aligned with me flow into me. That is where I am. And this has been a very big revelation for me because this is a very different reaction from me than what has been in the past, which I'd like to think is a sign of growth. But we shall see what happens. But that is what I want to, when I'm talking about getting back to basics, my getting back to basics is really just coming back to me and looking at, I don't want to put my energy there. I don't want to put my energy there. My energy is so good inside of me right now. And when my energy is stronger inside of me, then it's easier for me to listen to my authority and kind of respond with what comes up in front of me at any given time, which is what a generator is supposed to do. We're not really supposed to go out and search and rescue and find things to do. We are literally supposed to sit and wait until something is presented to us and we respond to it. And so this feels really good because there are things that when you when we have triggers that come up, they are such a huge opportunity for growth. You know, sometimes we miss them or ignore them because we don't want to deal with them and we just kind of move on with them. But this feels really good because I'm in such a good place and these things are triggering me and I can really look at them from an outside perspective and say, oh, hey, yeah, that's why you're triggering me. It's because of this. And you know what? I don't really need to keep up with what's going on over there anymore like I used to I can just focus on what is going on right here and oh look at all this stuff over here that I can continue learning and understanding and everything but you know what I have right now all of the tools that I need in this moment to do this and that feels really nice and I think that that really keeps my vibration nice and calm and centered and it keeps my my little anxiety hydra down in its dark layer, sleeping and snoozing away and not bothering me. So yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. And I'd love to hear your thoughts and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. All show notes can be found at www.christysturdivant.com. That's www dot k-r-i-s-t-y-s-t-u-r 
D-I-V-A-N-T.com. You can find me on Instagram at universallaws.christysturdivant and on Facebook at Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant. Until next time, flow with the energy. Don't fight it.